Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. We are making like a really big decision in the Stumpy household. <gasps> Tell me more. We're going to get a pot coffee machine. And Liz. You know, having a kid in the room, having a kid in the room <laughs> means we have to pause a lot. Well, and, and so I kind of lose where I kind of lose it. We're, we don't really get in the mojo. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And George is technically in the background. That's a drill. Yeah, don't mind him. Um, it wouldn't be the Carpool Podcast if there wasn't a child in the background. George, can you get that strawberry off Bia's carpet? I'm a little, remember, that's why we got, brought you. that napkin. Yeah, okay. Thank you. George was a little sick this weekend and he's fine now, but you know, like the 24-hour fever-free kind of rule. One thing yeah. I mean is I will abide by the rules. Mm-hmm. I won't expose mm-hmm. your kids to it because someone exposed my kids to it. I know. The woke. We've just kind of, it's like the thing about, it comes in waves. You just, you got to know if you have kids in daycare or in preschool, like you just, you're going to have sick days. Yeah. It's, um, You're going to have sick days. Yeah, it is, it's hard to watch your baby being sick. And George said the most heartbreaking thing to me the other day. Mm. So he had like, a little bit of like we'll call it the bubble guts and then a little bit of fever okay and he was like mommy why won't you make me feel better oh and oh. i was like george the way if i i would do anything yeah to make you feel better right now it is so hard i know but it's not that i like taking care of my sick kids i don't like when my kids are sick but it's like one of those things where like i like they just need their mom you know you do yeah you definitely feel needed you definitely feel like even though you can't take it away from them you can make them comfortable you can yeah. you know well, do you know, things for them it's not like george is like begging me to like sit, sit with him on the couch and snuggle him all the time so like yeah. you know you hate to say but like when you're sick it's like mommy will you come lay with me and scratch my back i'm like of yes course. i will of course you know, he's so cute that's one thing i was actually this is so random but like george is so into back scratches right now to the point where he's like like all the time he wants me to scratch his back, which I'm happy to do. Mm-hmm. But like, where are we at with the back scratch technology? Um, like, do I just buy a back scratcher? Because my hand gets tired. Yeah. We have a back scratcher. You guys have. Maddie is obsessed with his back scratcher. It is like one of his is it favorite just like one things of those, that like, we own. Wooden things? It's literally a wooden thing that I have to hide because he just keeps it out and <laughs> all the time. But yeah, he loves it. I've never, I've never once in my life been like, "Hey, I can you scratch my back?" Because it's just in the spot where I can't reach. I can reach every spot I, on my back. I totally, I can reach every. Like, spot what are these on my people back. doing? Who I know they can't reach their back. Some people can't. Um, but then let's work on the mobility. I think you should yeah, be able to touch stretch. every part of your back. Let's stretch. I mean, there's some spots that are a little bit trickier, but like I can, I can certainly get it eventually. I, I mean, great. I'm also super double jointed and flexible. Oh, yeah, you're a freak. In my arms. Yeah, you are a freak. But like, Tyler will sometimes be like, can you scratch my back right here? And I'm like, can you not <laughs> scratch your own back? Like, can you not reach that? Sometimes it feels better when you've got the nails. Anyway, what's our roadmap for today? Well, we have a millennial word. We have, uh, do we have a dump? Do you have anything? Oh, um, a little dump. Yeah, a little dump. Um, we have some advice. We have industry news. I have fast lane. I have a good fast lane philosophy. Fast lane philosophy. Industry news. Ditch the drive through. Blake's besties. Blake's besties. Jam packed. It always is. So let's get right into it with the millennial word of the day, where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less, less lame. lame. And today's word is granola girl. It's like crunchy. 
Yeah, it's the type of girl that is outdoorsy and environmentally conscious, someone who is aware of their carbon f- footprint and also enjoys hikes. They're all a girl. I love it. They're, you know what? There's something for everyone. You know what? And it's getting a little light. I'm kind of um, having a hard time finding new things. So we're going to go with that one. Well, we forgot to mention that we have a new podcast set up today. We do. Yeah. We got Um, like, tell them what we were in before. They've seen, I guess. We want to start filming the podcast for like little clips. So we were sitting in these like horrible, super uncomfy chairs with like a table between us. Because when we did a lot of taste drives and stuff, we needed... Yeah. But we don't do those as much. Well, it's not good. Hey, we learned it's not great audio content. And that's on To listen to us try things. Um, I do think some things are still worth talking about. We'll still do a taste drive. But for a while there, it was like... you you It's got to be things that you can also talk about. Yes. Um, So anyway, we got two chairs. We've got like new mics. We're not filming this one. But like, because our old... Our old setup, like not only were we way too far away from each other, then you're like hunchback of Notre Dame because you're like hunched over this table. And it's like, like the video clips of us are like, ew, like I hate even the ones that we've put out. Well, I think I look horrid in them. Okay. I'm sorry to hear that. We need to get a ring light in here too. All, it will all happen eventually. Um, But anyway, let's move on to our dump. Okay. This is like, I just have to get your take on this. This is like a... uh, news story i I mean news is a loose is loose word so there's this new lawsuit okay that involves starbucks oh and it's like kind of progressing and it says this is a headline from usa today starbucks ordered to court over allegation refresher drinks lack fruit so there's a lawsuit that the fruit refresher drinks do not contain the fruit advertised okay like the little Namely, floaty pieces they claim or the, the, juice? the mango dragon fruit, the pineapple passion fruit, and the strawberry acai did not have mango passion fruit or acai in them. Like the so, l- like the juice of it, or like the little pieces. Like that there's they put n- in it? like neither. There's there's not a lick of dra- There's not a lick of mango in the mango dragon fruit. I'll which be- seems like how is there dragon fruit and not mango? Seems like mango is the easier one to get. I'll be honest, that doesn't surprise me even a little bit. I don't order the mango dragon fruit thinking there's real mango in there. Oh, see, I. It's like when I you go do. to smoothie can- or like when you go anywhere and you just see them pour like the little purees of stuff. Well, like this, and like so. What is it? Chemicals. Um. Like flavor, like flavor. Yeah, it's additives. like flavored added. It's just like not the real fruit. Like strawberry acai, there's no acai, but there's acai flavoring. That doesn't surprise me even a little bit. I'm like kind of shocked by that. Really? Yeah. I mean, I get how like if you are getting like a Gatorade. No, I don't think there's actual traces of strawberry in the, the strawberry Gatorade. Okay. But like it's Starbucks. But like you also see like they they're not making anything from scratch there. It's like everything is has been pre-delivered, pre-portioned because you see some of those little Starbucks that they are just they don't you can't even go inside. They're just like a drive through or even yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the one at the airport. They're so small. Like I don't think anyone's in the back like chopping up strawberries. No, but I thought they could like have like strawberry juice. Yeah. Like? Yeah, I get that. Um, I don't know. OK, that's kind of I'm I'm interested in that. I'm also interested that I it doesn't i'm also interested in the sense that i'm not shocked at all like i yeah that is, that's how little faith i have in like our food in america but like you're a judge they bring you this case it's as it false advertising oh um 
I, I mean, unless they're listed somewhere, which I'm sure they are on their app or like you go on their like website, I'm the sure all the ingredients yeah. are listed. I don't see how Starbucks doesn't walk away from this unscathed. Well, they have enough to take them to trial. So this judge was like, they tried to get it disputed and the judge said, no, we okay. have to go. That's interesting. I will be very curious to see where where that goes. Yeah. So anyway, my other thing is, um, my other thing right up is kind of like Starbucks adjacent. And that is that we are making like a really big, decision in the stumpy household <gasps> tell me more we're gonna get a pot coffee machine welcome to the dark side pot coffee is the move we've been using pot coffee exclusively for like a year or so now and i love it so we never had pot coffee growing up we had a keurig i feel like we we just like right like that. that's what we had growing up yeah but also like we didn't really i didn't really drink coffee until college college anyway yeah. so Got to college, had a Keurig. First couple of years of our marriage, had a Keurig. Then I got a Breville. And mom and dad bought me a Breville for my birthday. And it's great. It's fine. It's so much maintenance. And it's still, I st- it still doesn't make coffee as good. It's like going out to get coffee. Yeah. And the problem is it doesn't make coffee very well. Like if I wanted an espresso shot, yeah. kind of. But I feel like mine's always watery and the machine always needs to be clean. I mean, it's fine. It's not my favorite. And now Tyler drinks coffee too. Yeah, which he's to not. And Tyler is a consumer. Mm-hmm. Like he's not like he wants like two cups of coffee. So we're buying this like Stokes, which he he's not that picky. He can have pot coffee and then he'll wait for it to get cold and ice it, and he'll just drink. Right, that. exactly. But he's just buying Stokes because he's buying Stokes. And Stokes is so expensive. It's like five bucks for. No, a- it's like six six oh nine. Oh my god! And he probably—I mean—he's drinking way too much coffee. Like I'm actually trying to work on how much iced coffee he drinks today because he doesn't realize. Like he used to drink soda as his caffeine, and he doesn't realize how much more caffeine coffee has. You should do like half calf and see if he even notices. Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. I should do that because I'm kind of worried about his ca- caffeine caffeine cause. intake. Um, so pot coffee is so where it's at. It um, we you actually gave me you registered for one. And yeah, then and you I never gave it to her. And I never used gave it. it to me. And um, I could be a monster and ask for it back, but I will just go get a different one, I guess. I mean, I'll buy you a new one if that's what you want. Well, that seems fair. So anyway, it's great. Every night I get it ready. I get the water and I get the grounds in it. And then all you have to do in the morning is press a button or you can set a timer. So like then you walk downstairs and you have like freshly brewed cro- coffee, yeah. like the smell of it. And it's amazing. And then you just pour it in your cup and that it's so yeah. easy and it tastes so much. I, I don't like the Breville at all. I got an espresso from my wedding registry and I used that for a really long time, but Maddie didn't like it. So now it's like, it's just the pods are so expensive. There's more stuff on the counter. So now we just have our pot coffee and it's amazing. And I think that we've all been definitely sleeping. Well, and the thing with like the Breville is I don't need a latte every day. Like that needs to be a treat for me, but I need coffee every day. And I just like, I hate that I don't. And I guys, listen, I know like I'm an idiot and the last one to the game. And like, this is obviously the most cost. I, I get it. So, so spam me the messages, but I'm excited that I'm, and it was actually Tyler's idea. He's like, he'd be like, we Tyler and I've been having these like meetings lately. Mm-hmm. Just like, um, let's just talk about. Uh, it's I think it's just called like a conversation. We oh. just like had three kids in under four in four years, so it's kind of been difficult. Yeah. George, what are you doing, honey? Okay. Um, and he in in one of our meetings, he said, "I think we should switch to pot coffee." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. yes! Let's just what if we just switch to pot coffee." Love it. Okay. Um, let us know more about that, Johnny. One more thing I want to okay. say, and this is I'm asking I'm asking the carpool moms for some help here. I ha- suspect that Fred has an egg allergy and a semi like legit one. Okay. 
I am too lazy to have a kid with an egg allergy. So I need to, I hear that they grow out of them and I need someone to tell me their kid grew out of their egg allergy. Okay. I'm meeting with his doctor. We just did an allergy panel for him and then I'm going to be with an allergist too. But like, I just don't want to, I mean, obviously, and this is obviously if it, if it happens, I will of course figure it out. But like being allergic to eggs sounds so inconvenient. So inconvenient. I'd rather it be dairy. Because there's eggs are in so much, so many random things. Oh, yeah. Like I made a lasagna and I fed him the lasagna, which had one egg in the ricotta mixture and he had a reaction to it. Are you sure it was the egg? Well, what else would it be? Oh, ricotta? No, because I've given, well, I can't say I've given the kid ricotta outside of that, but I've given him eggs also by themselves and he's had a reaction. Oh, okay, okay. It's not a very bad reaction. Like I texted pictures to his doctor. I don't know. They say that egg allergies are one of the most common allergies in babies and most kids grow out of them but like okay. i just like need you just need someone else to i be need like, someone to be like be okay. it, he grew out of it or like maybe it's not as big a deal as i think we just like we eat so many eggs yeah eggs are such a good source of protein like such an easy breakfast and i'm just like he'll, like i put eggs in my meatballs in my meatloaf <sighs> and like every dessert ever like he yeah. would never be able to get dessert at a restaurant or have a birth have a cupcake at school mm-hmm like, I'm kind of beat up about it. It'll be okay, Kyle. You said it's the most, one of the most common allergies. Yeah. It's going to be fine. If that's the worst thing that happens, this no, kid I know, okay. I know. No, I know. I know. I <laughs> know. He's fine. I mean, he just, we just survived a herpetic whitlow, which was this crazy thumb infection. We can, we can get through this. I'm just like, I just can't. I hate uh, allergic reactions stress me out because it's yeah. like, is, is he just going to get hives on his face or is he going to start having trouble breathing? Right. Like, it's just like, and it can happen so fast. And you know this, we are, we're 30 minutes from a hospital. Mm-hmm. So like I, what I like drive to the hospital parking lot and give them eggs just in case. Like, I just, I hate this kind of stuff. Yeah. It sounds very stressful. It's super stressful. Okay. I thought this was kind of an interesting advice question. Okay. Let's, let's hear it. It's been a minute since we've done some advice. I know. It's, this is from Jen. Obviously. Hey, Kelly and Liz. Oh, she spelled it Liz with one Z. Guys, it's two Zs, just so you know. I need some advice on what either of you would do in the situation. Our family car situation is a bit unique. We only own one car. My husband drives a 2017 Suburban as his daily, and I'm given an accompany car for work, a 2022 Blazer. So having a second car hasn't been a need for us. We are currently expecting our third in February, but as far as I can tell, I will not be able to fit two rear-facing and one forward-facing in the Blazer. I'm responsible for drop-off slash pickup as my job is more lenient in working hours. Trying to figure out what's the right move for us. Should I request a larger car for my company? I'm the only female in my type of position, so it feels like a big ask. Does my husband drive my work car daily? Feels unethical, but like if this is the answer, blink twice. <laughs> She's funny. Do we purchase a new vehicle just for vehicle or drop-off? Or are there car seats that I can make work in the blazer with a four-year-old, two-year-old, and a newborn? so this is really interesting yeah so my can so answer the last question are there any car seat combinations she can do? i have not played an, enough with i almost didn't choose this question because i don't have feel like i have a hard and fast answer i have not played enough with the blazer and now that i'm like so into these gray coast slim fit 3lx car seats like i think they can do anything and everything mm. like the I, I, the fact that i fit three of them in a cross track like still has my mind blown but i haven't tried it in a blazer but what will make this difficult is the newborn and the four-year-old who i don't know when you're planning on moving them to a booster but that can make i don't i think that there is a i think that there could be a phase of a a phase or combination of car seats that work but like i don't see a world where a booster ever works and i don't see a world where a newborn infant seat ever works yeah so 
I'm going to say, I, I haven't tried, but I think this is like my last, this is like my last priority. This will be like my last okay, choice. So I would say, yes, um, I would, I would start with requesting a bigger car. Yeah. See if that's an option, because if it's, if it's an option, then that seems like the and easiest ha- route to go. How about this? Let's help Jen out. Jen, tell your boss. Hi, there's an account called The Car Mom. She specializes in mom cars. And she says I can't fit three in the blazer. Maybe she just needs that. Yeah, just like take that ammo. You know, give him my number. Say, call her if you don't believe me. Yeah. She said no. It doesn't work. Um, But she does think that this car would work really nicely. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Chevy Tahoe. Yeah. Um, I would start with that. And I then would if- say like your husband driving it. I was just like, God forbid, like he gets in an accident or something. And then you're you have to deal with like all of that complication um i don't know i probably wouldn't feel too i personally probably wouldn't feel too great about letting someone else regularly drive the company car well i think for one we don't purchase a new vehicle just drop off a pickup like in this economy absolutely not we're not doing that um i would say here's more of operations hey boss i'm having my third i you know i spoke to kelly the car mom she says like three just cannot fit in the blazer safely I'm going to need a bigger car or can my husband drive the company car and I can drive this car on the daily yeah. and just do that. Yeah. Throw the options at him and tell him you pick you or her, I guess I, I or don't her. know she specified. Oh my gosh. You're right. That was horrible of me. Um, what, what route do you want me to take? Do you want to get me a bigger car? Or do you want my husband to drive this car? Because I don't have another option. Yeah. There you go. Right in, do that. And then right back into us and let, yeah, us, let know. us know what happens. Let us know what happens. Okay. We have one more advice question. This is like, I'm actually really excited to hear what you have to say about this. Like This is kind of juicy. Okay. This comes from Jen. Okay. So she wants to give us, I'm going to kind of, it's kind of a long message, but I'm going to just kind of summarize a bit. So she's going on a family trip with her husband's friends and their daughter. Okay. Mm -hmm. They had like met a few times in the past weekend. They decided to go away together. So I'm going to start from there. This past weekend, we went on to an Airbnb with both of our families, my husband, daughter, and I, and her husband, her, her husband, and their daughter, and their two dogs. In the lead up to the trip, I texted her to ask her thoughts, what, what her thoughts were for food and activities, so we could coordinate packing. We'd sent each other restaurants and things to do in the area, and it seemed like we were on the same page as far as a mix of relaxing while getting out of the house and exploring a bit. Fast forward to the trip and turns out that not only do we not align, but neither did our thoughts on feeding the toddlers. Our girl eats with us and then goes to bed about 30 to 45 minutes earlier than theirs. Uh, Had trouble napping and and is generally more rambunctious than their daughter. We felt like we had the maniac and like maybe we're bad parents because we let her do riskier things like jumping off a little step stool. They cleaned up dinners before we got a chance too since we're all rushed from dinners to bedtime Mm. and generally the vibes and communication felt off now i've been home five days and it's like radio silence did a group trip did the group trip ruin my friendship am i overreacting too soon should i just give it some time do i say something about it feeling weird and then she goes thanks for all you do agree never bring back the reverse pod thanks jen um okay so they're so they're they're like new friends uh yeah sure yeah um I think like traveling in general Ew. is very hard Ew. with people. I hate it. And then you add in the the layer of kids and everyone has a certain way that they like to do things. And it's stressful when you're just going away with your own family and trying to figure out schedules and uh, nap time and just doing things separately from home. Then you add the additional layer of another family who's not related to you. Like it'd be one thing if you and me. Yeah another family who you kind of feel like you have to have this like 
um you kind of have to be on all the time which yeah. is a little bit exhausting and like very courteous and you can't just be like honest and just kind of like real yeah um and they have a certain way that they like to do things so like the whole thing is going to be hard yeah i feel like i i feel like i am hold on what i'm say here it's very hard when you see how different people parent their kids yeah and i think if i am probably more lenient than i think the average hmm. maybe not the average but at least the moms in my life like i feel like i'm the kind of person who's like sure jump off the stool like we're not gonna i mean it's fine like i did that's just kind of how taller and i parent like i'm very much about like saying yes as much as possible as many yes zones as possible i don't know and i'm just also like i know what it feels like to feel like you're the bad parent because like you're a little bit more lenient and then it's always hard when you're like the other kids like well why do they get to do that yeah. i'm like but i'm also i'm not gonna make my kid abide by your rules because i don't care if he jumps off the step stool it's yeah. so weird i don't think you ruined it i don't think you should ever go out with them again i mean like on a trip with them again yeah i don't think you ruined it i think that maybe you just need a little bit of like time apart so like the five days since hearing from each other i think is totally fine and i think that who this friend is like you will just learn your time and place yeah. with them and maybe you're just a park friend you just gotta you gotta get what you can i always tell elizabeth this you gotta get what you can out of people and then move on yeah I so mean, like if she's a great park friend fine i will say like the whole like them cleaning up dinner thing like no one asked you to do that so like i feel like that was their choice like they're adults they could have waited for you i feel like i, I feel like i would have done that no, and I, I wouldn't have felt any no i, I not no, felt anything i, I, I agree about it. i agree with you so like they're i think the, and they didn't say anything no, this they, is her, that, this is right, her right, perception right. of it um i don't think i would assume they probably didn't feel anything they know it's difficult to put babies to bed they know that that's like they have to do it too so i'm sure they were just trying to help you out and like they weren't doing anything else so they might as well clean up i wouldn't read too much into that it's tough it is tough but i don't think you ruin the friendship yeah but i wouldn't travel with them again and i would um just like recognize who they are in your life but what do you think i know you're not really at this phase of your life but you are just so wise beyond your years so i yeah, want to ask true. your opinion mm -hmm. what do you think is the right response when like you're with someone and maybe they let your kid do something that you don't want your kid to do or vice versa like what do you tell your kid or the other kid oh gosh i can't even really put myself in that position and it also depends on the friend how close i am with them yeah i get that i don't know i i'm i can't even really imagine being in it's that like position so yet. awkward you guys though when like you're with a friend you're like and then they like correct their kid and i'm like oh i told my kid they could do it like it's so awkward i literally hate it yeah sometimes just... i feel like different families have different rules but that feels like a stupid answer well it's true <laughs> yeah it's the most honest answer um i'd also yeah, it sounds i'd rather be the fun parents sorry <laughs> It sounds super awkward. I feel like obviously you can't always do this, but I will try my hardest to find friends that align with my similar mm -hmm. like belief systems and whatnot. And if you want to get your own advice, not that it's very good, but you can write into hello at the official.com today's episode is brought to you by keepsake keepsake is the easiest way for parents to capture and preserve memories about their little ones they send you daily prompts with questions so you never miss a memory in the making i have been loving keepsake they send me four questions a day about james they might be like 
What noises is James making lately? Has anyone babysat James lately? What did James do today? And then I can just text my answers with pictures and it saves it all. And then at the end of the year, all my answers will be turned into a tangible printed memory book through the app. So I have been obsessed. It's been the way that I am capturing my first year with James and it has been so much fun. So I would highly recommend and Keepsake is going to give 20% off to our listeners. So to get 20% off your annual subscription, use code carpool at keepsake.com slash carpool. That's keep Q-E-E-P-S-A-K-E dot com slash carpool. Today's episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You know we are very transparent about our transactions here at the carpool. So let me put you on to my hack. Rocket Money. Cancel any unwanted subscriptions you have today. Maddie recently told me he wants to get YouTube TV to watch football this season. I'm like, great, sure. Let's see where we're spending our money, which subscription services we aren't using and we'll cancel those in order to pay for this new subscription. Because how often do you just say, sure, we'll sign up, we'll cancel at the end of football season. And then you're still paying for all these other subscription services you aren't using. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills all in one place. Stop wasting your money on things you don't use, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com carpool. That's rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Okay, Liz, are you ready for industry news? Where no, I, I want to hear your philosophy. Oh, are you ready for fast lane philosophies where I tell you something to pique your curiosity? Mm -hmm. Okay, I, this just popped in my head because it's one of my favorite quotes of all time. Mm -hmm. I have a cup. I have like actually a lot of favorite quotes of all time. I'm, okay. a, I'm a big quote girl. Okay. Here's one of my favorite quotes, though. It's by Mother Teresa. Do you know mm, it? I don't think so. By Mother Teresa. God love her. Um, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Oh, give me chills. And it's just like, well, it means exactly what it says. Like, you know, there's so, sometimes it feels like there's nothing we can do in this broken world some days. Mm -hmm. But one thing you can do, and if everyone just went home and loved their family, mm -hmm. the world would change. So. 100%. And the love Start that like you give to your family and like then they bring that love out to people. Like it's just truly one of like the best waterfall things you can do. So I love that quote. I actually like have it hanging up on our in one area of my house, like on a piece of paper, like nothing, yeah. like nothing printed or yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. because like I just wanted to see it every day. But if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. I love that. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Okay, now you're ready for industry news where I spill the hot, hot tea, tea going, going on, on in the, the auto, auto industry. industry. Yeah. Well, obviously, we didn't go to Lexus, Texas, because Lexus TX. don't have it in Texas and then not expect people to call it the Lexus, Texas. Yeah. Why would they do TX? It was such a it was such a bad idea. OK, anyway, Lexus TX. So we didn't go um, because Fred had Fred's hand and James got a little sick. It, and it worked out because then like George ended up getting sick and we were so sad to miss it. But we will get in one. Yeah, for sure. And I actually think I was very bummed to miss this one because I think I'm going to love it. Mm -hmm. But let's go back to the name for a second. So the Lexus SUV lineup, we love a little bit of cohesion mm -hmm. in, in vehicle names. Mm -hmm. So all of their SUVs have an X. We have the NX, the RX, the GX, the LX, and now the TX. Knowing what you know, what letter would you have put in front of the X? Um, Wait, tell me which ones we already have. We have... N R G 
M-R-G-L. N-R-G-L. T. Um, maybe SX? No, no, not SX. Never mind. That's not... <laughs> Never mind. I was thinking like SUV. I was thinking like BX. Why knowing what you know? Like, why was there something I was supposed to like? No, 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 no. I'm just like, they oh. do like a TX. I just don't, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. AX, X. I don't know. I don't like, uh, TX is tough. There has been a Texas size hole in the Lexus, Lexus lineup for a very long time. Is that why they called it the Lexus Texas? This is from Automotive News. So oh. I think this author is just taking creative freedom. Oh, that's why I would like love to, but like if they had the, they had the event in Texas. So it feels like they're kind of leaning into it. Yeah. Not only will the TX be the largest Lexus on sale globally as it begins to arrive in dealerships this month, but it's also intended to attract and keep younger buyers as their families grow and they need to carry more and more passengers. Lexus is confident that it will get the substantial volumes out of the TX, estimated about 50,000 annual sales in North America. What do you think? I think we'll see. When is it supposed to be for sale? They said next month. Then oh, I like I liked this. This is I don't know who this is from Lexus, but it's some man named John Inako. When you go to the drop off line at school and you see the people mover type vehicles that other brands have with the three rows with the storage, we didn't have a vehicle that most moms and wives were looking for. Okay, thank you. Said John, the chairman of oh, the Lexus National Dealer Advisory Council. It's giving him a smell of the car mom. It's giving carpool. I love how he's like, when you go to the drop-off line at school and you see the people mover type vehicles. People mover type vehicles. <laughs> the people moving vehicles. That's truly what they are. So anyway, we'll see. I'm very excited about it. It's also going to, uh, it comes as, um, there's like some electrification, including a plug-in hybrid, which would have been very exciting. And it looks iconic. Yeah, I mean, we really wanted to go see it. It just didn't work out. Okay, here's my next story. Also from Automotive News. Tesla prices now rival average U.S. cars after billions in cuts. So we've kind of been following this like up and down kind of thing, but Tesla just like keeps doing price cuts. And it's interesting because... We've talked about like the the business decision you have to make is like, do you want a mass market vehicle or do you want a luxury vehicle? Mm-hmm. And very few brands can do both well because mm-hmm. to the a lot of people like want to feel like not everyone has one. And like yeah. I know that there's I know that there's Teslas that can be upwards, you know, close to one hundred thousand dollars because of everything that they have. But like your neighbor can get into a Model Three for forty grand, so like you're in the same car. Mm-hmm. And people don't people don't like that, which I I get that. Yeah. So it's like these brands are stuck with wanting to sell more cars, but not wanting to lose what they have. Mm-hmm. So now the base model three, which is like the small sedan caught a new one, 38,990, which is now, which is now $8,700 less than the average amount paid for a new car or truck in the U S eight, almost $9,000 less than That's the average significant. car. Significant. So but you said it's their smallest one. Yeah. Okay. The Tesla Model but 3. But the average, it's not the average of like sedans. It's the average of trucks, SUVs. No, but listen to this. The Model 3 starting price is now $6,500 le- $6, less than the cheapest BMW 3 Series. Plus, you can add the $75 tax credit incentive. So basically, they say it's basically on par with owning a 2024 Toyota Corolla. By the time you figure the $7,500 EV tax credit okay. and the fact that it's $6,500 less than a BMW 3 Series, you're basically driving a Corolla, but you're driving a Tesla. 
Okay. I think it's interesting. It is interesting. That's a little bit of like marketing math, I think, right there. To try and yeah make all that. Seem and you know, like you're a- also like you don't want to be mad because I don't want to be mad at. Te- I'm not. I'm not mad at Tesla for this because I think we all need more affordable cars, and I don't like how much of a privilege it feels like to own an electric car. Yeah, because ever you know. Yeah, that's true. It's like we all people want to be more fuel efficient. People want to you know get better fuel economy do good for the environment so let's not put a price wall over that right okay listen now it's time this episode's been all over the place to be fair we've had to pa- you know having a kid in the room having a kid in the room <laughs> means we have to pause a lot well and, and so i kind of lose where i kind of lose we're, we don't really get in a mojo no but most people would just wouldn't show up but one thing about us is we will we will show up we uh-huh. will show out and we will get it done even with george mm-hmm. george might make a cameo at the end of the episode you just never know yeah um, okay, so now it's time for Ditch the Drive Through, where you give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner, dinner rut. And before you read that one, Cal, I just want to say this Cracktober week, I'm making it right now downstairs. It smells fantastic. The Swedish meatballs, people have already made it and have been posting about it. And every time I see it, my mouth is watering. I love Cracktober. I love Cracktober. One of the best ideas I've ever had. So much fun. And that's just like what's fun about my job is I was just going to do this anyway because I was like, you know what? I need to use my crock pot this fall. Like, let's get it out. I need some easy meals. And then I was like, hmm, I wonder if anyone else wants to. And of course, everyone wants to. Well, who doesn't? And and I love taking the thinking out of it. And yes, I was like, I have to film this. I have to film a reel. Like, I, I have to do this for my job. But also how great I would have never made Swedish meatballs ever. I know. And I'm loving it with the everyone's pairing it with um, the Carmon broccoli. So I got that. And then I've never made egg noodles, but they look just so it just all looks so good. So I'm like so passionate and so excited. I'm really excited for Crocktober. Um, Keep sending them in. I mean, I have I obviously have so many to choose from and that's that's what makes it difficult. But I want to try to get like a good mix. Yeah, we don't have them all selected Um, yet. We have like the next one, but we're kind of. Yeah. And I kind of like dropping it as a surprise. Sorry. Like I know like maybe you want. I just also want to be able to like change it if I want to change it. If something better comes across my desk. Well, also, it's overwhelming to see them all at once. Uh, Yeah. And then you won't. I think you'll have like a pre a preconceived notion of it like let me draw like here's what you're making this week like you know what you don't worry about it i'll tell you it I'll goes out it goes out on thursday with where the email is it goes out on friday on instagram i'll tell you when you need to know you've got a week to make it just chill you don't need to know and you're on a need to know basis yeah i am getting a little tired. this is kind of a hot take but i'm getting so many messages like uh wish uh so sad this one has mushrooms or like uh i can't believe you did another meat one or uh, really looking for dairy free it's like guys i'm trying to do a combination the very best that i can well, Sub I'm not, not going to do a vegetarian one. No, I'm not. We don't, I mean, we have to have we're a tr- meat. Last week's, first of all, last week's was dairy free. Yeah. This is a, this one doesn't, that last week's didn't have mushrooms. This week's has dairy and mushrooms and it's beef. Like I'm trying to do a good combination, but they will all have meat. Sorry. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I make, I got to make it for dinner and like we need, we, we, we need protein. We eat meat in this family. So. Okay. So what is our real dish to drive? Okay. Now? So this is not a crock pot one, but it's uh, a very fast one. And I just think this is like such a winner, winner chicken Did dinner. Did someone write this in? Yes. Andrea. Hey, Kelly and Liz, I've got to ditch the drive through that is quick, easy, and serious, seriously, so easy. And my family loves. My husband asks for these all the time. Fish tacos. Here's what you need. Frozen breaded fish fillets. A bag of uh, coleslaw cabbage mix. Coleslaw dressing. Pico de gallo. Shredded cheese. Sriracha mayo. Corn tortillas. 
Yum. The I put sriracha the f- mayo kind of surprised me, but I love that. No, that's why I like. I know we've talked about the idea of a fish taco before, but I like this how she's made these so specific yes i put the f- the fish fillets in the air fry while they're cooking i mix up the coleslaw cabbage mix and the coleslaw dressing warm tortillas in the microwave and there you go assemble tortilla fish fillet cabbage mix sriracha mayo pico shredded cheese done i usually heat up a can of seasoned black beans or some 90 second spanish rice they're delicious and feel like they came from a restaurant with almost zero effort the ingredients are cheap and this meal can be done in 20 minutes or less hope you guys like it i love it I've never bought just like the fillets from the grocery store, but that's a good idea. Um, one thing that speaking of like coffee pots, I've I don't have an air fryer. Yeah, and if I ever move out of my house and have the counter space, it's it's one of the first things I'm going to purchase. Yeah, yeah. I want the one that stays on the counter. I think the one that I have. Yeah, yeah. You love yours. Well, I mean, I yeah, I use it all. T- I use it daily. It's also a toaster, which is nice. Um, well, and here's the problem with me. <laughs> you know now i'm a family of five i only have a two-slotted toaster yeah so it definitely takes longer to toast but i just love that you can throw your chicken i don't mind if it takes takes longer though because it's like i want to be able to do four pieces at once because right Mm -hmm. now it's probably taking the same yeah that's true so anyway, that's our dish the drive view. If you want to leave your own dish the drive through, you can write into hello at the official.com. Now it is time for Blake's besties. And now it's time for Blake's besties. Where we honor um some babies that were gone too soon during the month of October for infant and child loss awareness month. So we had some people write in about their babies and we are going to read their stories and um give them a little shout out so this comes from stephanie she says i'm a mama of three adopted siblings and didn't know i could get pregnant when our kids were 7 10 and 12 we found out we were pregnant i thought i had the flu so we were shocked titus wait i'm sorry she had three adopted kids she, she has, has three, three she she adopted three siblings their ages are 7 10 oh, and 12 okay, sorry, sorry. and then she got pregnant but she thought she had the flu because she didn't know she could get pregnant um and then she said titus his name is titus william cute was diagnosed with trisomy 18 when i was 14 weeks along and we praise god that we delivered him safely at 37 weeks he lived for 22 hours and 10 minutes he was a fighter and our very special boy we celebrated his fifth birthday on august 2nd we miss our titus william like crazy it's been a journey without him so we are honoring sweet titus william today those are so i mean every story we read is very difficult but just like to give space in a moment to those moms who get a diagnosis that early and live with that anxiety and and the likely outcome their whole pregnancy and carry and deliver is like it's it's a strength that i truly don't know if i would have it is so i mean i would but it's just it's a big measure of strength it is so unthinkable um to get a diagnosis and then just know that because pregnancy is so hard and delivering a baby is so hard and recovering is so hard and you get a healthy baby at the end of it to not to know that yeah that's not going to happen i like i it's an it would be a nightmare yeah but and this is not a but but when i read these stories so many of the parents say that you know the 22 hours we had with them the two hours that we had with them like they were blissful and perfect and we got to see them and like they have such a positive spin on it because i i guess that's the only way you can really get through it and it's they're 
the ba- a baby is just perfect. It is so innocent. They are just like sweet, perfect angels. Yeah. Well, that's where it's like, I always like to think, and I think it's even easier to, not easier, it's, well, yeah, I guess it's easier to picture as a mom who has older children. Like, if someone told me, hey, you can do all of this, but you're only going to know them for 22 hours, I'd say, okay. Yeah. Like, you, I would just do it because, like, the, any moment is just amazing. Okay, I'm going to read mine. Okay. Hi, Kelly and Liz. I'd love to share the story of our son, Julian Matthew, who was born still July 30th, 2022. His positive pregnancy test came exactly two years after our positive pregnancy test with his older sister, Isabella. We were so excited in disbelief that his due date was exactly two years and one day after Isabella's. Sadly, during our anatomy scan, we learned that his chance of survival was very low. I carried Julian for 23 weeks and six days and experienced his kicks during a bike ride trip Mm. to Salt Lake City. I would not wish this type of loss on anyone, but Julian, but Julian's timing brought us much peace. Although we miss and grieve Julian every day, he is with us. His life and loss has motivated us to begin our therapy journey and allowed us to better connect and grieve with the family, friends, and this mm-hmm. community. Thank you for adding laughter to my Tuesdays and Thursdays, Jill. There's nothing better than feeling your baby kick. It's I. It's I would get. I was addicted to it. Like the way that I would get home from work and I'd be like, "Sorry, Taylor." And like I didn't even mm-hmm. have to, but like I just like I, I wanted just to feel their. It kick. is just, it is unlike anything, and so I'm so happy that you did get to experience, yeah, the kicks because you just feel, it feel it. That's the time that it really feels real, because for so long in your pregnancy, you're like, is this really happening? No, I know. Like, <laughs> no, and you're just like that. It's just like yeah, it's so good to feel them. It's yeah. so good and so reassuring. So, I have one more. Oh, okay, to read. Yeah, um, this comes from Katie. Katie is a mom of four kiddos, two of whom are Blake's besties. We lost our second child, Bella Tate Gibson, at 12 weeks in February of 2021. We had been temporarily placed in Charleston for my husband's job as soon as we found out we were pregnant. So I spent that pregnancy eating eating way too many desserts from a place called Kaminsky's that was right down the road from our Airbnb. We lost our second, our third child, Miles Lane Gibson, at seven weeks in March of 2022. We hadn't known we were pregnant for very long when we lost him, but we did make a point to celebrate his life with pizza and ice cream the day we found out. Our oldest kiddo, Vance Lee, asks about his siblings often. We always talk about their names, and he, and he has lately taken a drawing them pictures to put in their memory boxes. In February of this year, two years to the due date that we lost Bella, our double rainbow baby, Zoe, was born. They have the cutest names. I know. So we have Bella Tate is like Bella Tate, Miles Lane. No, I'm obsessed. Vance and Zoe. I love Zoe. That's so cute. I love that they have memory boxes for them. Yeah, I love that. That is really, really sweet. I think that's a really cool way for your kids to um, like connect. And it's like a good way to like talk about them. Well, thank you so much for everyone for writing in. Thank you for tuning into this edition of the Carpool Podcast. And we will see you guys. When is this going out? Thursday? We will see you on Tuesday. So have a fabulous weekend. Talk to you later. Bye. Hi, George. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast. Hi. How are you doing today? Good. And why are you here not at school today? Because I'm sick. Yes, because you are a little sick. You're better, but you were sick yesterday. So we wanted you to stay home one more day, right? Uh-huh. And can you tell us maybe about like your favorite animal right now or what you're into? Um, my favorite animal is kangaroos and giraffes. Yes. And what, what do you know about kangaroos and giraffes? Um, they have long necks and kangaroos have baby 
They have holes in their bellies so they can fit a baby. That's correct. And George, here at the Carpool Podcast, we like to talk a lot about cars. Okay. So what can you tell me? What What's your favorite kind of car? Jeeps. Jeeps. And what do you call a car without a roof? Um, a Jeep car. No, remember? What do we call those little cars that don't have a roof on them? A convertible. A convertible. And George loves convertibles, don't you? Mm-hmm. And what is what is the your favorite thing that I cook for you? Um, chocolate muffins. Chocolate muffins that I get from Costco and microwave. <laughs> okay, George. Well, I love you. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.